This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Isidore Lieberman, a spine surgeon at Texas Back Institute. Dr. Lieberman, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about, but before we dive into our discussion, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background and some of the things that you're focused on today? Absolutely. Uh, I'm an orthopedic and spine surgeon. I've been in practice for over 30 years at this point in time. Boy, that's a scary thought. I principally do deformity, revision, and tumor work. In the deformity, it's adult and adolescent. Uh, The revisions is really whatever comes through the door. And the uh, tumor work, likely, uh, likewise, whatever comes through the door. I've been at Texas Back Institute for the last 12 years. Prior to that, I was at the Cleveland Clinic for 13 years and at the University of Toronto for five years uh, at, uh, at the Toronto Western Hospital. That's where I started my career. I've been instrumental in a number of developments, particularly in uh, robotics and vertebral augmentation and in disc replacement technologies. Absolutely. That's, you know, so interesting to hear. And I know you've built a really impressive career for yourself. You are a very well-known surgeon across the especially spinal deformity space. And so I'm wondering, you know, based on um, your career and really, you know, where we're at today, what are you most excited about right now? The information and the technology that is available to us today as spine surgeons is very, very exciting. We're in such a privileged position right now in that all of that technology, all of that information is on the shelf. We just have to figure out how to use it properly. Uh, When I'm talking about information, we're looking at the diagnostic imaging. We're looking at the predictive analytics that we're getting. We're looking at uh, gait analysis studies to help us define how our patients are functioning. When we're talking about the technology, there's navigation, there's robotics, there's augmented reality, there's all sorts of new implants that are available. There's tools to make us do our job or allow us to do our job in a much more efficient, much more precise fashion. So all of that is just really exciting. And and I know what I'm doing today, 10 years ago, I thought was science fiction. But I also know 10 years from now, when I look back, what I'm doing today is going to look real primitive. So it's a very exciting time. Yeah, absolutely. I love that perspective. And whenever I think about some of the you know, new technologies, whether it's robotics or AR or, or some of those things, you, you know, you're right. It just looks really cool and very futuristic, but it's something that can be done today. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's there and we're doing it. The future is now. <laughs> Fantastic. And, you know, in thinking about all these different capabilities that we have and technologies that we have, is there anything that makes you nervous? Yeah, yeah, there is a lot that makes me nervous. I mentioned earlier that a good portion of my practice is revision work. And unfortunately, when we get the new technology, we get the new tools, we become more precise, more efficient, uh, certain elements tend to cut corners. Uh, 
they don't do as good a job as they should be doing. So what makes me nervous is the fact that there is all this new technology that is going to make a good surgeon better, but unfortunately, it's not going to make a bad surgeon a good surgeon because the bad surgeon is still always going to be the bad surgeon, no matter what you put in his hands. Yeah, I, I think that's a really great point. You know, and, and when you look at um, just being able to have a, a, a really strong field of, of spine surgeons uh, and knowing, you know, what that'll take in order to serve the huge numbers of people and patients that need care, you know, I, I guess, what do you see as the field really needing in order to make sure that you've got the resources and ability and, and great doctors and surgeons that can go out and, and really serve their patients well? We've seen a lot and heard a lot about the upcoming AI, the artificial intelligence modules with the predictive analytics where you're combining uh, an overwhelming amount of patient-specific data, institution-specific data, surgeon-specific data in an effort to optimize that outcome. So that, I think, is really what we need to, to work on to focus on, to understand its benefits and to understand the limitations of it. And that's the way we're going to do the best for, for our patients. So I, I really look forward to seeing these things further develop and using that information. Uh, but I also have concerns that in the wrong hands, that, that information may not be helping our patients. Uh, for instance, if, if we've got a, a predictive analytics module that says this patient with this surgery, with this uh, surgeon at this facility has a 95% chance of success, uh, is that good enough? Or is someone going to say, oh, no, 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 we need a 99% chance of success in order to authorize the surgery or the procedure? Or will society say, hey, you know, all we really need is a 75% chance of success. Uh, so I, I don't know how that's going to play out in the future, but I know it's going to be an important consideration. And I know the information we're getting now is going to be exceptionally important in treating our patients. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it's really helpful to think about. Now, before we wrap up, I just have one more question for you. How are you thinking about growth over the next two years or so? Are you talking about my personal growth and stature? Well, I'm over 60, so I'm not, I'm not growing any taller. I wish I could grow taller and become an NBA player. But um, right now, and, and this is more from the Texas Back Institute perspective, uh, our growth is based on bringing in the best and the brightest from around the country to really serve the Dallas-Fort Worth market. Uh, we're 26 surgeons strong right now. Uh, every surgeon that we've recruited over the last five years has gotten exceptionally busy. And I'm really proud to say that each one of those individuals is just a stellar surgeon, and that's our philosophy, to grow with the best 
and serve the market the best way we possibly can. Dr. Lieberman, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really great discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. You're very, very welcome. The privilege was mine.